Why are some women mean girls? I attribute it to low self-esteem that turns into a twisted need to make other people feel bad about themselves because the culprit actually feels bad about herself. I've witnessed women shaming other women about everything from wearing weaves or wigs, getting plastic surgery, and for not being married. I call it marriage shaming, and it's something that we need to stop doing to each other. You found your soulmate, and you're ready to plan your dream wedding. But what about planning your happy marriage? Welcome to Your Day and Beyond podcast, episode three. I'm your host, Shanette Ehiabi, wedding planner and marriage coach. Hello, gorgeous. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. And I'm really excited about this week's topic because it's something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I think a little competition is healthy for us because it challenges us. But when that competition evolves into humiliating another person, then that's when lines have been crossed. There are some truly remarkable people in our world. Everyday people who show kindness and respect for other people. And then there's the others. You know, the ones who like to bully and shame other people. For whatever reason, women have now started marriage shaming other women. Do you know what or who I'm talking about? I'm talking about the women who flaunt their wedding ring in front of their single friends every chance that they get and who say things like, girl, you wouldn't understand because you're not married. While that may be true on a certain level, I beg to differ with women who say another woman can't understand her plight because she's not married. At the very least, she could empathize with her married friend if she's experienced being in a long-term relationship. I created Your Day and Beyond podcast to help couples who are engaged build a solid foundation for a happy marriage. Having a happy marriage takes work, and I'm here just like you to put in the work. Let's help each other navigate the common issues we all face as newlyweds and married couples and have some great conversations about how to maintain our individuality in our marriages and steer clear of those societal expectations placed on marriages that are heavily based on gender roles. Allow me to also indulge you in some inspiring content to help you plan your dream wedding and cultivate a beautiful lifestyle. As always, let's begin with the prayer. Before we jump into today's topic, stop marriage shaming. Heavenly Father, we come to you today giving you glory and honor for this beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much 
for your love for us, for your mercy and your grace that keeps and sustains us. We ask that you just open up our hearts today. Open up our minds to receive a word that transforms us into being better human beings, better women, better wives, better friends, better sisters. Lord, pour in us the things that you have designed us to be, great human beings with hearts that are compassionate towards other people, that are loving. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Let's dive right into this because this is something that I have been wanting to talk about for a very long time and have not done so for fear sometimes of maybe offending people. But I think people need to be offended by this topic because it needs to it needs to stop. Being married does not make you better than your friends who aren't married. Some women get that ring on their finger and instantly become this prima donna who looks down her nose at her unmarried friends and starts treating them like second-class citizens. Sometimes the actions are subtle, but most of the time the actions are deliberate and brutal, and they cut deep. Most of us, when we're happy, want to spread that happiness to our friends and family because we want them to experience the same level of happiness. Happiness is contagious after all. Have you ever heard of the term hurt people hurt people? You have to wonder exactly how happy these women who marriage shame other women really are in their marriages. Is their marriage a good example of a happy marriage? It may look happy on social media, but everybody that looks happy ain't happy. I'm actually guilty of that myself. In my last marriage, I wasn't happy at all, but I convinced myself that I was, and I tried to project that image that I was on social media. I didn't realize that some people saw through my charade act because it actually showed on my face. It wasn't until I met my current husband and posted a picture of us, I think it was an engagement picture, on social media that I realized my face didn't show happiness when I was married previously. How do I know that? I know because I received so many comments comment after comment when I posted this new picture about how happy I looked from well-wishers. There were so many comments that I actually thought, wow, what did I look like before? Some people even reached out to me with PMs to inquire about what happened in my marriage because they thought I had a happy marriage. When it comes to my personal business, you guys, I learned a long time ago not to share too much information with people who don't have a vested interest in my relationship. There were only three people in my circle who knew I wasn't happy in my previous marriage and that I filed for divorce. That's why it came as a shock to so many people when I posted the pictures of me and my new boo. To my followers, I was happily married and living this beautiful life 
because that's what I showed them. But you can't fool all the people all the time because some people could see the unhappiness behind my smile. It's the same with those women who are marriage shaming other women. We can see that you're not happy in your marriage and to compensate for that unhappiness, you try to make other women feel ashamed about not being married or even envious of your marriage. A real friend, a true friend, respects her friend's journey that actually goes both ways. I can't tell you how many times I've told my clients, particularly the women, not to expect all of her bridesmaids to be supportive of her journey and to not be surprised if one or two drop out of the wedding altogether. I didn't make these statements blindly. They were made after careful observation of the relationship dynamics between the bride and her bridesmaids and from hearing complaints from the bride about little petty things some bridesmaids were doing. I've also advised brides to be considerate of the feelings of her bridesmaids and friends who desire to be married. I wasn't in any way suggesting that the bride downplay her wedding, but to be a little bit more compassionate and mindful towards the bridesmaid or friend who isn't married and has no prospects of being married. Kindness goes a long way, and in this case, being kind and considerate towards another woman who is wondering if she will ever have her day to walk down the aisle is a compassionate thing to do. Why do we feel the need to compete with each other as women? It's not like we don't have other battles to fight, like pay quality and the latest disparity, the disproportionate number of women who are being laid off in America in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic compared to their male counterparts. Healthy competition can be a good thing, but I think competition is better served in games and sports. I don't think competition is healthy when it's driven by comparison, which for the most part, when women compete with one another, it's usually because they're comparing themselves with another woman. I've been in the unique position to witness some brides compare everything from the size of their ring to how much they're spending on their wedding simply because they want to be better than someone they're comparing themselves to. But why? Why does it matter if your ring is bigger than your friend's ring? Why does it matter if she spent more on her wedding than you're spending on yours? Here's what I know. No matter how much you have, there will always be someone who has more. It's pointless to compare to other couples because you may not be at the same place in your lives. Some couples may choose to spend less on their wedding because buying a home is more important to them and they would rather invest that money in purchasing a home. Some couples may decide not to buy a two or three carat engagement ring because they may want to buy a bigger ring down the road to celebrate their fifth or 10th year wedding anniversary. The truth is, you don't know what the reasons are and honestly, it's not for you to know. Being married is challenging enough for many couples and we need all the support we can get. 
isn't it more important to find common ground with your couple friends rather than compare yourself to them or even compete with them? I've known many couples who spent a lot of money on their weddings and their marriage didn't even last two years. I've also known women who had flaunted a bigger ring and ring shamed her friends, but behind closed doors, she was miserable because she was in an unhappy marriage. All that glitters isn't gold. The most important thing that the coronavirus pandemic has taught me is that there are more important things in life than how big my house is or how big my engagement ring is. It's about loving others as Christ loved me, living my best life because tomorrow isn't promised and making as many happy memories with my family and loved ones as I possibly can. Life is too short for us to compare ourselves to other people, couples, or even marriages. We all have our race to run, and we may not be at the same place in our lives, and that's perfectly okay. I don't have to have what my couple friends have to be happy. I'm perfectly happy with my marriage as is. If you're always looking to see what someone else has, how are you minding your own business? The grass may look greener on the other side because you're not close enough to see the weeds. If you're on the outside looking in, there's no way you can know all the specific details of someone else's finances or marriage. I said it before and I'll say it again. Why do you care? How does comparing yourself to another couple benefit your marriage? How does it enhance your relationship? It doesn't. When we count our blessings, more blessings come our way. Are you practicing gratitude for what you have? Try this exercise. Sit down and write out everything that you're thankful for. Everything from the breath you're breathing to the food in your refrigerator and see how many pages you can fill. When we focus on the things in our lives that we're grateful for, we attract more things to be thankful for. Focusing your attention on your own abundance every day helps you realize exactly how blessed you are and that's something to be happy about. Strive for happiness, not perfection. When we strive to be perfect, it puts us under a lot of pressure. I'm a reformed perfectionist. I used to put tremendous pressure on myself, trying to be the perfect employee, perfect mother, perfect friend, and perfect wife. It was very stressful trying to live a perfect life. Once I was able to accept myself for who I was, flaws and all, it took a big load off my shoulders. I was able to be more relaxed and enjoy just being me. Accepting and loving myself allowed me to be the best I could be for myself and the important people in my life. I learned that I didn't have to compare myself to other women or compare my marriage to other marriages. I was unnecessarily being competitive and that competition kept me running a rat race that was stressful to keep up with. My happiness now lies in acceptance. 
accepting myself and accepting where I am in life. Being married does not make you better than your friends who aren't married. A real friend, a true friend, respects her friend's journey. The grass may look greener on the other side because you're not close enough to see the weeds. If you're on the outside looking in, there's no way you can know all the specific details of someone else's finances or marriage. When we count our blessings, more blessings come our way. When we focus on the things in our lives that we're grateful for, we attract more things to be thankful for. Focusing your attention on your own abundance every day helps you realize exactly how blessed you are and that's something to be happy about. When we strive to be perfect, it puts us under a lot of pressure. Strive for happiness, not perfection. Now, I'd like to challenge you to keep a gratitude journal and start writing down the things you are thankful for every day and watch how many more blessings come into your life. Hop on to Instagram today and post a comment on your day and beyond about three things you're thankful for and use the hashtag livinggrateful. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Are you ready for a transforming experience that will help you create a plan for your marriage to be happy and successful? I'd like to invite you to get on the waiting list for my upcoming five-day boot camp, Fight Less, Screw More, coming in January 2021. We're going to dive deep into the three biggest challenges that newlyweds encounter during the first year of their marriage and how to navigate those challenges with a plan. You'll come away from this boot camp with an actual written plan that we'll work on together. Space will be limited in the boot camp because I want every attendant to have the opportunity to get the clarity they need to build a happy and lasting marriage. You can sign up at Your Day and Beyond on Facebook or Instagram or at yourdayandbeyond.com.